You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He gets up, takes my hand, and kisses me. We were both Mexican and we were both DACA recipients, or dreamers. I thought we could keep each other safe. You're listening to Houses on the Moon podcast. The unheard voice. Amplified. 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 Making a home for stories in uncharted space since 2001. This is Jeffrey Solomon, co-founder of Houses on the Moon Theater Company in New York City. And have I got a story for you. In this episode of the Houses on the Moon podcast, we'll hear a true tale from our cross-cultural story-sharing project, the Q Story Stream. Jesus Daniel Cruz discovers first love in a country where he is doubly closeted, as a young gay man to his immigrant Mexican family, and as an undocumented young person in Trump's America. After the story, I'll speak with Jesus about his tale, his life, and participating in the Q story stream. So stick around. Now, here's Jesus Daniel Cruz telling his story, Telenovela. When I was a little kid growing up in Mexico City, my family always watched telenovelas. I watched them all. La Usurpadora, Mariana del Barrio, Rosalinda... And the love stories in most cases involved someone's twin, a soldier villain, or someone slipping into a coma. But in the end, the hero and the heroine always find true love to be stronger than anything. I love watching these stories with my mom. But I never got to see what love would mean for me, or people like me. In my country, unfortunately, there's a lot of machismo, and it always bothered me because guys who have multiple baby mamas or who are cheating with multiple women, or men who just belittle women by putting them in their place, are considered manly and macho. I remember my father pointing at the gay waiter and saying, look at that puto, maricón, puñal. All these words that meant gay was synonymous with less than human. I was raised Catholic, and I remember being in church, sitting there, looking at the massive cross up on that altar and knowing what I knew about myself, and just praying, please God, not me, not ever me. Eventually, we moved to the United States. One of the first things I was told was not to trust anyone, not even my own shadow, because we were undocumented. Which is why I had a fake name on Instagram, Andre Grandier, 
which is a name I stole from an anime character. I even altered my appearance, adding a pair of fake glasses, trying to keep a low profile. Then, everything changed when I met Manny. We went on a date to the Santa Monica Pier. Only I didn't know it was a date because he said, let's hang out. When he told me, I want to date you, I was shocked. My heart sank to my stomach and I panicked. I thought, I need to get rid of him. So I said, "Ah, you don't want to date me. He frowned and asked, why not? Well, for starters, the name of my profile is fake. I took my ID and I showed him my real name. These glasses I'm wearing are fake too. I took the glasses off. And these shoes have a three inch insole, so I'm not 5'9". I took off the shoes I was wearing, which I had bought at a website called tallmenshoes.com, and I shoved them onto the sand. So, I said, do you still wanna date me? He gets up, takes my hand, and kisses me. I felt like I was being seen for the first time. I told him everything, like word vomit, from my dad walking out on my mom and my little brothers without paying any bills, having to give up school so I could work, how I had been fired from my job for being illegal, how I had to work any job I could find working under the table for well below minimum wage, working 16-hour shifts at a time just to get by. Manny said, You're so strong. I really admire you for that. And it felt kind of perfect. Like the stars had aligned. All these years of hardship and suffering led up to meeting him. A person who understood me and who I could understand as well. We were both Mexican and we were both DACA recipients or dreamers. DACA is a program that allows people like me and Manny who came to the U.S. as children to stay in the country protected from ICE. I thought we could keep each other safe. I even introduced him to my mom, and she said, What a good friend you have. So Manny and I have been dating for two years. One day we're watching RuPaul's Drag Race, and he has laundry to do, so we go to the laundromat. And as I'm folding his t-shirts and knotting his socks, I look across the table and I just know... His clothes are the only clothes I want to fold for the rest of my life. I decide. I'm going to propose. And I'm going to get married. I made the love of my life and everything was going to go perfect. Just like a happy ending in a telenovela. I had to come out to my family. No way was I going to get married without them. But the big problem was my mom. She had heart problems, so... I also didn't want to upset her and get her more sick, but I knew I had to. I'm trying to work up the courage when I get a text from Manny. He says, we need to talk about something. And I'm like, sure, what's up? He says, lately I haven't been all there in my head and I don't know if I should tell you over a text. You can call me, I say. The place seems to have dropped in temperature. I feel so cold, he says. 
I've been thinking about our relationship lately. What about our relationship? You have your responsibilities. I need to be with somebody. He stops, and I wonder, what do you mean you need to be with somebody? Who? And he says, I've been thinking about this for the past month since Trump got elected. I'm doing this for your own good. I think, but that doesn't make any sense. What is he talking about? I still care for you, he says. But I know care isn't the same as love. We don't speak for a whole month. I still have some of his belongings. I go to his house to drop him off. I ring his bell and his brother answers. He says, Manny is upstairs. Do you want me to get him? I want to say yes. I have the word lodged in my throat, but I say no. Just then I see Manny. Walking out the garage, taking out the trash. We make eye contact. I feel the world vanish before my feet. He takes out his cell phone, looks down and walks away. A couple of days after that, my cell phone rings. It's from an unknown number. I answer, and a male voice I don't recognize says, Stop stalking my boyfriend. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? The voice says, You know he told me all about you. He pitied you. Sweetie, before he even broke up with you, he was sick and tired of you. Plus, I can give him something you never could. I'm an American citizen. And I feel my heart turn to dust. For the next couple of months, I spend my days trying to seem normal, keeping myself busy, but I go into this deep depression, dropping a ton of weight. One day I'm in the kitchen crying my eyes out, and my mom comes in. I quickly try to dry my face, but she sees me and asks, What's wrong? You have to tell me what's going on. At that moment, I want to come up with a lie, but the truth is so much bigger and I can't hold it anymore. I say, Ma, Manny and I broke up. And my mom sits down and she stays quiet for a long time. And then she finally says, So that's why you've been like this this whole time. I'm taken aback by her response. I ask her, But mom, did you know about me? And she says, Well, not everything is the way we want it to be, but yeah. I had always had this notion that being gay was not seen as manly and that I was going to be seen as less than by my mom. But she says, When I was sick, you were here with me. You cared for me and your little brothers. When your dad left us, you gave up school to work two jobs to pay the bills. Through my divorce, through everything, you've been here fighting, defending this family. That's what it means to be a real man. I felt truly happy and accepted. It was way better than any telenovela happy ending. More after the break. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family 
No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. This is the Houses on the Moon podcast. I'm Jeffrey Solomon. After Jesus told his story, I asked him to tell me more about his experience shaping his narrative and what it was like for him to share it publicly for the very first time. It was it was hard, I would, you know, at first, because, yeah, like, there's... These are very personal things that, you know, it still affect me to this day. But I wanted to put something out there that was, uh, you know, a little part of me that was genuine and that I could see other people, you know, maybe learning from it, you know, uh, because I feel like the central theme is that we we tend to look for love in other places when, you know, like, we have we have it like so close to us we don't sometimes we don't even realize and yeah this experience itself it was a little hard uh but it's been so so rewarding so worth it to share it jesus the ending of your story where your mom articulates what it means to be a man it brings me to tears every time i hear it how um how surprised were you by her reaction? A lot. I actually didn't see it coming because my mom is also very religious and she's always been very religious, very Catholic. When we came here, like she, she continued like her religious beliefs and everything. And like, I know what it says like on the Bible like, and I know what it says, like, like what other people say about like their interpretation of what like gay people should be. Uh, in 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 religion, so it's like I actually didn't know what she was gonna say. Like, but I was betting on her being like, "Oh, you know, like the typical, you're not my son," or the typical, like, "Oh, you know, no son of mine is going to do to be this. You're dead to me." So like that, something something dramatic as that, because as I say, like with the ten novelas. That's what you see sometimes too. Like you don't see any happy ending for gay people in telenovelas <laughs> up until then. And usually like when you would see it, it was just like, oh, you know, like it's just the comedy effect. So like I had no point of reference up until then to be like, oh, you know, this is going to turn out well. So I was really surprised. Can you talk about the strain of carrying around two closets as both an undocumented young person and as a young gay man? How did you know when it was safe to come out in both ways? Ooh. <laughs> it was all circumstantial, to be honest, because uh, um, my plan uh, was to die in the closet, like my early plan. Um, I was just like, you know what? Like, I think this this is it. Like, I'm just, I'm not going to be able to tell them and about me being gay. And yeah, um, I think kind of at a, at a very early age, I was just like, you know what, like, I'm just, I'm just not gonna tell them. And then, uh, as far as like being undocumented, that was another, another thing that was, just, I was just like, you know what, 
I'm getting so good at keeping secrets. Um, you know, like I'm just gonna fool everyone. I'm just gonna scam everyone into believing that like I'm an, I'm 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 just like them, and like I'm not. Hey, so the breakup in your story is so painful, but particularly because that one line you say, um, I, I thought we could keep each other safe. And then Manny uses your immigration status against you. Um, boy, that's a hard nut to swallow. And I just, I wonder this, this advice that you absorbed coming here to the US, trust no one. Do you feel like that advice was correct? Was it a mistake even to tell Manny? Or is he just a a special messed up case. <laughs> no, I mean, I think like it has to be like a little bit of both, to be honest. Um, I think like saying just trust no one and just like going into that, like that will only get you into like that sense of loneliness and uh, isolation. Like, so you, I wouldn't advise to do that. I don't think Manny was like a villain or a, a bad person. At all, I just think like, like I think about the situation, and I think I understand why. Because like I, if he he was like me, and I live with that fear of like, I'm gonna get a job, and they're gonna find me out, and then um, they're just gonna raid the place, and then um, my family will never see me again. I'll never be able to see like uh, my brothers, like you know, like. And I think that ha he had that same fear as well. So, like, when Trump, you know, came into office and, like, all these things were happening with immigration, like, DACA was canceled. And it was, like, I, f I understand that feel. Like, I because I live that fear. And, like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say, oh, no, he was, oh, he was a bad guy. Like, he did this to me. I, I, I will always, like think fondly of all the, the time that we spent together because I loved I loved him but I also understand that sometimes life happens and you have to do whatever you can to protect your family and the people you love and he had his family too I couldn't I couldn't I wouldn't be I wouldn't be who I am if I let other people <clears throat> put themselves like in danger just to like please me like that's that's i wouldn't want that you know if there are other undocumented lgbt folks out there listening what advice would you give them i think i would want them to know that they're not alone because i feel that we feel that we are alone that we can't reach out to anyone and there's more of us than than, than they think I think that that feeling of like feeling feeling isolated apart from the world, like not being really like being a part of the world, but not really being a part of the world and like not not being with people who have gone to like similar things. Like you think that you're by yourself, but you're not like there's always somebody you can reach out to in our community. And that's what I love about being part of like multiple communities, because like at moments when I was like, when I'm like, I... I feel so alone. I I have to remember that I'm not, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who feels that way. So I, I just want you know other people to know that they're not alone. Jesus Daniel Cruz is a Mexican LGBTQ artist, writer, and poet living in Los Angeles. He has worked with the Q Youth Foundation's poetry program 
and as a playwright, his work has been featured in their East Side Queer Stories Festival. He's been published in Included, the Nasonia Magazine, and the Ascentos Review. The Houses on the Moon podcast is produced by Will Coley, with original music by Raleigh Neal II. Special thanks to the Lane Key Family Foundation and to the Broadway Podcast Network for making this program possible. The artistic director of Houses on the Moon Theater Company is Emily Joy Weiner. Managing director is Kevin Connor. To learn more, find support, and take action, visit us at housesonthemoon.org and follow us on Instagram at Houses on the Moon or Facebook at Houses on the Moon Theater Company. If you'd like to chat with someone directly, DM us on Instagram or Facebook or email us at podcast at housesonthemoon.org. I'm your host and creative producer, Jeffrey Solomon. Thanks for listening, everyone, and keep your ear to the ground. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.